What's up, everyone? First, I'd like to send a special shout out to my homies and homets in El Salvador and Mongolia, where my podcast is number two and number five in the category of film reviews for podcasts. So, be charmed, Hertai. Sorry for mispronunciation there. And te amo to each of you. It's really fun sometimes to go in and see where people are listening to you from, so just know I see you and I appreciate each and every download and listen that this podcast receives. As a bit of a reminder, my release schedule will be going back to every other week for now. That doesn't mean I may not release other stuff, but you can anticipate that much. Also, I've been thinking about a tweak or two to the format of my reviews. I think I'm going to at least like break up my longer full reviews into two segments, and then I'll release them staggered over a few days' time. First, releasing my overall thoughts and the internet ratings, internet reviews, some of those segments of my show, and then following that up with like the walkthrough and the technical ratings. Some movies just don't lend themselves to the movie walkthrough that I do, and it it ends up feeling like I'm simply handicapping myself by attempting to fit everything into a single format. You may have noticed I've already begun to toy with the formatting for some reviews. Expect more of that going forward. I'd rather fit my reviews to the movies than fit the movies into my review format. I don't have a true review today, but as I always will try to do, I do have a couple of things that I can talk about, but not a whole lot. I really burnt myself out on entertainment in general through last October and November. I didn't really end up Uh, watching many of my typical holiday movies, I very seldom turned on any of my streaming services for personal enjoyment, all the way up until this past week. So I'm refreshed and I'm ready to get kicking again. Um, Let's see. So Haley and I recently rented and watched Tolly, and we decided that we will do a double feature in our next episode. We have not decided what that second movie will be, But there just is not a whole heck of a lot that we have to talk about on Tully. So instead of stretching the content, we'll talk about two movies instead of one. I know I have to talk about the movie The Grey soon, so you can expect that by the end of March. Also, at this point, I don't have the desire to speak much about like the second and third movies from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. That will have to wait longer. So... What is coming next? An absolute childhood favorite when it comes to badassery. Mortal Kombat. If you have not heard yet, Warner Brothers has announced the release date for the newest installment into the Mortal Kombat franchise, a new movie which is supposed to be released to both theaters and HBO Max on April 16th of this year, 2021. 
what better way to get prepared than to take a look back at where it started on screen, all the way back in 1995. A little bit about the new one coming out. The synopsis from Warner Brothers reads as follows. In Mortal Kombat, MMA fighter Cole Young, accustomed to taking a beating for money, is unaware of his heritage or why Outworld's Emperor Shang Tsung has sent his best warrior, Sub-Zero, an otherworldly cryomancer, to hunt Cole down. Fearing for his family's safety, Cole goes in search of Sonya Blade at the direction of Jax, a special forces major who bears the same strange dragon marking Cole was born with. Soon, he finds himself at the Temple of Lord Raiden, an elder god, and the protector of Earthrealm, who grants sanctuary to those who bear the mark. Here, Cole trains with experienced warriors Lao Kang, Kung Lao, and rogue mercenary Kano. As he prepares to stand with Earth's greatest champions against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. But, will Cole be pushed hard enough to unlock his arcana, the immense power from within his soul, in time to save not only his family, but to stop Outworld once and for all? So, from what I understand, even though there is an immense amount of lore already built into the Mortal Kombat universe, the creators decided to create an entirely new character, Cole. Which is an interesting creative choice, but uh, I'm not going to prejudge the movie because of that. I do like the idea that there will be training and learning going on. The movie is supposed to be brutal and filled with fatalities, which fits the product, so that's a good sign. It will be R-rated. It appears that there will not be a massive cast of characters. The ones that we know will be in the film are largely the characters that built the franchise. I'm okay with that. I'd rather that we get a cohesive story and new lore than simple fan service. We've seen from both Marvel and DC how too many characters can muddle a movie. It sounds like Shang Tsung will not be the only primary foe in this movie. Possibly Sub-Zero will also be in the big bad dude role. And I think that is great because I think that um, Sub-Zero is best when he is evil. I like that. And the last thing that I'd like to say for anyone who is a purist with the lore, there are rumors that there may be a few change-ups that could raise your eyebrows, but hopefully nothing too drastic is done. Let's see. Um, what have I watched recently? I just started watching this great little sitcom-style show on Netflix called Kim's Convenience, which revolves around a first- and second-generation Korean family that owns a convenience store. I picked it on a whim and was very pleasantly surprised. There is no laugh track, so thanks for that. I highly recommend giving the show a shot if or when you're in the mood for a sitcom style show. I very much believe this family is a real family. It borders on getting sappy at times, but it never goes all the way. And a lot of the humor lands, and it's, it's just all around very enjoyable. I'm going to give Kim's Convenience so far through the first season, 
four out of six Friends sitcom characters. All right. Um, there's a newer show that started airing on Fox recently, The Great North. I've seen two episodes so far, and I enjoy it. It has some of the same creative minds behind it that brought us Bob's Burgers. I'd say the quality that they brought to the table the most from that show is the amount of character that they are able to fit into the characters in the show. They do a really nice job of creating fun, unique characters that, although they have certain strong quirks about them, also have certain levels of depth. So, yeah. I think there's a lot of potential in the show. The Great North. So, check it out if you are someone that, who is into adult animated shows. It airs on Sundays at 7.30pm Central Standard Time. It will be 8.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time. If you want a reality show, yep, I know, but just stick with me here. I'm not a Survivor fan, but I did watch a few seasons of Survivor last year, and I can confidently say that season 28, Survivor Kagayan, is very entertaining to watch. So is season 20, Survivor's Heroes vs. Villains. Both of those seasons are available on Netflix, as well as Hulu. And speaking of Hulu, I do have a few more seasons that are available there that I found to be entertaining to lesser and lesser degrees. First one being season 16, which is Survivor Micronesia. Then season 19, which is Survivor Samoa. And season 31, which is Survivor David vs. Goliath. Kagayan, Heroes vs. Villains, and Micronesia are pretty damn bomb. And then you can kind of fade off like myself. Or maybe you'll find that you enjoy the show more than me and go and watch as much as you want. If you Google Survivor Seasons Ranked, you can find um, some sites that will recommend kind of which seasons are worth your time more than others. That is how I came to watching the five seasons that I did. And then through those last two seasons, it just went downhill for me and I didn't care to find out what the other seasons that were apparently worse how those compare finally Disney Plus has a newer show called WandaVision which as of this recording has two episodes released this is another show that is being released on a weekly schedule which I enjoy having that kind of release schedule um like in my mix of entertainment. I don't want it to be for everything, but I do enjoy having some shows released like that. WandaVision is a part of the Marvel Universe and includes a character from X-Men as well, which is only possible due to Disney's ever-expanding attempts at running the world. I suppose it could be worse. With their acquisition of a lot of the Fox Entertainment catalog, we should be seeing more of this sort of thing in the future, but let's talk about what we know so far, two episodes in. This show is so far presented as a classic mashup of sorts of classic television, classic sitcoms. Think like the 50s and 60s shows like Bewitched and I Love Lucy. However, 
there is something nefarious going on, and we've only but a few little clues as to what that could be. I can confidently say I think something funky is going on with space and time, which, from my understanding of the Marvel Universe, of which I am very, very behind on, such a thing would not be novel to this world. So, I think I'll leave the details at that, but do I recommend the show? I'm watching the show as someone who, as I just alluded to, is very much not up to date with the Marvel Universe. I've seen very few of the movies, and although I am enjoying what we have so far, two episodes into WandaVision, I do think the show is about to actually begin. I think these uh, first two episodes have merely been the introduction to our characters, and that's about it as far as they go in terms of like relevance to the grander story being told. I'm hoping the story is somewhat self-contained in a sense that someone like myself could enjoy the show without knowing this universe better, but I, I don't know if that is the case yet. So, I'm going to say that I really enjoy what we've gotten so far, but it isn't much. The novelty of the parody on a classic sitcom-style presentation can only go so far before it overstays its welcome without there you know, really being any actual meat on the bones here. For the casual fan just looking for recommendations, I'm not going to suggest you hop on the WandaVision train yet. When I feel I can comfortably give the show a thumbs up or down, I'll speak on it again. So, in the case of WandaVision, it's to be determined. I may or may not also record an episode shortly about what's coming up and what's leaving some of the platforms in February. That depends on a few factors. Otherwise, for sure, you should be hearing from me next in a couple of weeks with a review on Mortal Kombat. Until then, take care and peace out.